Welcome to Let's Therapy, where we get real and raw about your mental health, faith, and blended family. We're your hosts, counselors, Scott and Vanessa Martindale. Now let's therapy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Therapy. I'm Vanessa Martindale, one of the founders of Blended Kingdom Families, and I'm so excited, you guys, because today I have my special friend um, and mentor, Pastor Sharla Janeka. Sharla is a licensed therapist. She is EMDR trained um, and operates here in South Lake, Texas. She sees clients who struggle with past trauma, marriage infidelity, and betrayal, porn and sex addiction. She also treats clients with gender confusion and body dysmorphia. She has her master's in MA in marriage and family therapy um, and an undergrad in theology and biblical counseling. As a therapist, Sharla partners with the Holy Spirit to help people heal from past pain, unlock their purpose, and come alive to who they are created to be. She is a leader who equips churches, communities, and people on how to activate their prophetic gifting and develop a healthy prophetic culture. So we are so excited to have Pastor Sharla here with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So awesome. Well, you guys, just a disclaimer before we get started, if this episode is not to be a replacement for your regular therapy. So if you're in need of mental health um, services, contact a a local therapist um, or professional, or you can also, if you're in need of an emergency situation, dial 911 or 988 to get those services for you. Um, You guys, Charlotte is just an absolute gem. She has just so much wisdom and knowledge. And one of the things that you are super passionate about is trauma and how that connects with the brain that connects to the physical and to the spiritual and the emotional. So we're going to dive into that today, you guys, we're going to talk about um, trauma and triggers in your marriage. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, yes, because it's all connected. Mm -hmm. And so Charlotte, I just want you to, let's just dive in and just, you know, I'm going to give you the floor and just kind of like start us off, like where that begins or or how we just even navigate that. You know, I think that's so interesting because, you know, you're speaking to an audience of newly blended families. That implies that either you've been divorced before or maybe you haven't been married ever and you're coming into this one who has or you've been widowed. Um, And so when you get married, we just think, oh, it's going to be all new and two has make this whole and now it's going to be amazing. And then the first weekend you're like, disappointment's here. It's on your doorstep because we just got in a huge fight. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I love to talk about, um, triggers and trauma because, um, we don't understand a lot of times people just go, I just don't know why I'm so angry, but I'm just angry. Yeah. Like I'm angry. I'm just mad. Yeah. Or I feel just sad. Well, it's because there's usually, I call it a shadow behind you. So like people get triggered when they're reminded. It can be a sense. It can be a smell. It can be, um, you can see something. Yeah. A reminder of something from your past. But really it comes through behaviors most of the time, yeah. like in marriage. Yeah. And so I know that, for example, my husband, uh, when we were first married, I am by nature an avoider. Yeah. And a pleaser. Mm. Like, I don't, I love conflict, but if somebody's raising their voice and yelling or stomping or doing anything like that, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'll come back and talk to you uh, when you cannot act like a 12 year old. Right. Yeah. And well, my husband, he wants to finish this conversation out. He Mm -hmm. needs to have resolution. He needs to process it and talk about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done. Like after two seconds. Right. So I'm going, but what I didn't know. Uh huh. And what he didn't know is that my past 
if I would hear somebody yell at me and call me woman or do anything like that, yeah. like just the reminder of him, if we get an escalated heated conversation, yeah, reminded me of my past. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, no, you don't. I'm not going through this again ever. Yeah. And then me leaving. Yeah. Well, he had a history of a relationship maybe where she would leave. Yeah. And be gone for days and then come back and give, or she would come back and give the silent treatment. Yes. Right. Yeah. So every time I would get in my car and leave, I'm like, I'm going to go to Target and go walk around and zone out. Right. Yeah. He's thinking I've left. Yeah. And then I'm not coming back. So we're both triggered. Yeah. So it creates more trauma and this whole thing of insecurity in us that unconsciously teaches us not to trust the other spouse. Yeah. Right. Or to maybe control and lean in from work. Right. Yeah. But um, that's a real simple one. But what if you come into this marriage, mm-hmm. because you're not coming in at starting new, buddy, you're bringing your baggage. Yeah. What we don't really realize is we're bringing our parents' baggage, our childhood baggage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're bringing every experience, every unconscious, subconscious thought, feeling, yeah. and action and reaction that we are wired in to do. So it's like I tell people when I go to Walmart. I don't have to say, hey, Siri, how do I go home? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know how. I have the neuroplasticity. I've got, I call them train tracks. Yeah. So I have the train tracks that I know how to get home. Yeah. And our body, when we, when we get a perceived threat in, mm-hmm. like we have train tracks on yeah. how we're going to react and respond. Yeah. We, we just are really trained. Yeah. That way. No, that's good. Well, and I can imagine too, a lot of people don't even realize like when those triggers happen, because I remember when Scott and I first got married, he would say something or do something and I would fly off the handle. And he's like, whoa, like what, what, your, 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 your whole demeanor changed, your voice changed. You know, what is it that I said or did that caused this explosion? We call it landmines, right? And so a lot of people don't even realize that they have those, mm-hmm. you know, they don't even, and then, and then you have to stop and think, you're like, okay, what caused that? And just like what you said, it, it's the reminder of something that happened in your previous marriage or relationship mm-hmm. that is setting you off. And so, um, so a question would be what, how do people one, um, identify their triggers and then work through that with their spouse. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I always say, I'm psychodynamic yeah. in, in therapy. And so I go back. Yeah. I just believe that you have to go back. Now, I don't mean look in the rearview mirror while you're moving forward. Right. But that create space. Yeah. Create that hour to go to therapy. Yeah. And process with a the therapist. Yeah. And talk about good. these things. And so one of the, I created a... Um, a dysregulation, uh, a trauma trigger notebook. And it's, yeah. so basically what it is, it's it it's a processing. It teaches you to breathe. Mm. And then you get to, you have journaling prompts. Because if you can, what will come up out of your spirit when you're first thing in the morning or before you go to bed at night, it's like, I resent, I regret, and I'm angry at. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I journal, 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 journal. But the Holy Spirit told me to add in, what am I grateful for yeah, that's in good. my past, mm-hmm. in my present? And what am I looking forward to in my future? Because um, hope deferred makes the heart grow weary. Mm -hmm. So if you're all in your feels and all in your past and you're living in this pain place, well, that's not good, right? That's going to be hopelessness. And so I want to create a space of hope. Yeah, and then the, the next page is a declaration over that, and I'll, I'll send you the link for that. And that's, yeah. it's a free resource to anybody that wants it. Hey guys, get a hold of that free resource. No, that's good. Keep going. Yeah. So identifying 
yeah. the trigger. So one of those things, as you process process out what was, you know, what am I upset at? You're going to yeah. be reminded. So let me just explain. Um, so your amygdala holds your implicit and explicit thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. It holds your, it, it processes data. It partners with your thalamus and hippocampus. So if something comes in mm-hmm. to you and let's say you're reminded suddenly mm-hmm. of a past experience or somebody's yelling at you in your face uh, maybe you just got rejected. Yeah. There's no money in the bank. Yeah. For some, that's a huge trigger right there. Oh, yeah. Security, right? Security is yeah. the number one need for women mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. And a man needs honor and sex. Yeah. Well, when you come in and you're triggered at something, you have a circumstance or something that happens, right? What happens is your thalamus and hippocampus are supposed to partner with the amygdala to process data and distribute it where it needs to go. Yeah. So if it gets hijacked by your cerebral cortex, it puts you into a sympathetic response for fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Friend, fold, whatever it is that you're going to do, right? However you react. It sends this message down to your feelings and emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And and the trigger creates a feeling, a physiological response to a perceived threat or yeah. idea. Well, that's good. So you have a physiological. That's the, um, I'm getting, I, I tell my clients, I want you to pay attention to your body. Yeah. Am I getting this heated sense? Is my heartbeat elevating? Am I starting to sweat? Is my face flushing? Yeah. You're going to have all of these things. And then if you have the racing thoughts. Yeah. The racing thoughts. See? So what's happened is your cerebral cortex has come back. And the way that, this is Charlotte. This is what I feel like the Holy Spirit told me, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's like putting fingers of confusion all around this part that is so pivotal. Because it's supposed to. Normally, you would be like, oh, um, it's 2 o'clock. i got to get ready to go pick up the kids, you know? And you come to the front of your brain, which is your prefrontal cortex, which is your CFO. It makes good decisions, tells you what to do. It's wise, right? But if you're hijacked, you're staying in the back of your brain. Mm. And so if you can begin to recognize your symptoms. Oh, that's good. Yep. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Am I vacillating? Am I overheated here? And then, like I sell, I make these bracelets that says truth. Mm -hmm. Because you know when we get down to it, we've either believed a lie. Yeah. Or we've attached to a fear. Mm, That's good. So we're having a sympathetic resp- a response to the lie we've either gotten our core, our core belief yeah, or the fear that we're fearing. And I have to say, like I teach people to go, okay, Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. What's the truth? What's the capital T truth yeah. over what I'm seeing, over what I'm feeling, yeah, over what I'm discerning? Yeah. That's and then, good. then I go into the brief, like, what can we do? Yeah. Am I safe? You do the grounding and containing. Mm-hmm. Where did I buy these shoes at? Those are cute. They're what color are they? They're black and they're green. Hey, where am I? Mm-hmm. Like, am I hot? Am I cold? Yeah. Am I thirsty? Yeah. Do any question, even if it's stupid. And I'm telling yeah. you this with your partner too, because you can learn to identify when your partner's, partner's triggered. triggered. Yeah. And you can actually help lower them and bring them back down. Yeah. That's and good. to where they can focus up here, so you can ask those questions. Yeah. Well, and I think that, and and in part with that too, that increases your emotional intimacy too. And so when you know, you know how your partner ticks, you know um, what makes, how they're wired. And when you can establish those things (laughs) or, you know, you're building up the self-awareness, but you're like, hey, like I, I, I can tell that you're triggered right now. 
let's go through these steps. Like, let's decompress. Let's do the breathing treatments. Let's talk about that. What is in you that is making you respond in that way? Let's do a freedom session and go back to whatever it is. Because like you said, the Holy Spirit will show us that. He will. He's the greatest resource that we have. You know, yeah. it's funny. And when a person is triggered, they're, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like They get defensive. Yes, yes. You can get defensive, but you can create safety if you can have yeah. these crucial conversations when you're not triggered about it. Yeah. And that's the agreements. Yes. Again, I'm yeah. going to give you permission. You're safe and yeah. you want my best. So I'm going to choose to believe the best about you. Right. That's yeah. what love does. Yeah. But in the midst of being triggered, yeah. if you can have that hey, I'm feeling triggered about something. I need to know what it is. Yes. Another thing I would say to speaking to your feelings and emotions, because they are created to serve you and rule you, but I also feel like it's important. If Jesus went around healing everyone who's oppressed mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, well, your feelings and emotions speak. You know, that's your emotional part in your soul. But if God made and wired your brain what happens when the divine comes and flows through your mind Mm. so when we invite the holy spirit in and i can say what's the truth i speak to my cerebral cortex because that's what comes up and hijacks right that puts you in the sympathetic response right yeah and so when you're triggered and you're you're in this fight fight or freeze mode a lot of times i just have to remind myself you know we talked about doing all the questions right? Grounding mm-hmm. and containing. But in that, I'll also speak to my cerebral cortex. And I'm like, cerebral cortex, you can uh, go on vacation now and rest because yeah. you're not needed. Yeah. I'm safe. It's okay. Yeah. Holy Spirit, what's the truth? Yeah. Are you in it? Like, he's in it to win it with you. He's the comforter. Yeah. And so where my mind and I'm not able to process and distribute the data where it needs to go or an implicit memory just came up for me mm-hmm. and I'm completely right back in the closet or, yeah. you know, sitting outside the play field at nine o'clock at night because mom got busy or they got drunk and didn't come pick me yeah. up. The truth is I'm safe. And yeah. so I've trained myself and others to, to speak to that part of your brain and go, yeah. you're safe. You're okay. Mm, and great. then to begin to visualize, use visualization Breathing alone resets the right and left hemisphere of your brain. Mm -hmm. But when you add in, and it's like, what do I need in this moment? I'm learning that I'm to identify my feelings, Mm -hmm. put a name to them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm feeling rejected, abandoned, neglected. I'm scared. Yeah. I say, Holy Spirit, what do I need in this moment? Mm. Peace. And then I'll write the word peace, P-E-A-C-E, you know, across my mind in gold sparkly letters. Because when you visualize with the breathing alone, it resets the front and back hemispheres of your brain yeah it does it pulls that cerebral cortex back and creates a sense of safety because you are literally inviting your superpower the holy spirit yeah to come in as the comforter as the spirit of truth yeah that capital t truth trumps my truth i might be experiencing in the moment yeah is it true i was left yes yeah the holy spirit am i alone Am I safe? Yeah. Yeah, you're safe. So you begin to regulate the dysregulation of the tr- that the trigger causes. Yeah. So it creating a safe place for you, and but using your words to do it. Yeah. Because again, we don't think to the mountain; we speak to it. So this yeah. is a mountain you're speaking to. Yeah. Of safety. So I think that's just I wanted to share that with you, and that's a, a great tool. Yeah. Breathe, visualize, and use your words. It's good. Love that. The other thing that I think is really important when you're learning to discern and you want to pull yourself out and you're asking what's the truth yeah, and what's a lie, because we're so conditioned to our feelings. Yes. Friends, can I tell you that your feelings lie? Yeah. 
And the picture that the Lord showed me a couple of weeks ago, I love this, is I was reminded of being um, on the playground in elementary school. Mm, and yeah. We had first through third grade, and they'd go out, and here's what happened. We're all playing, red rovers, swinging, sliding, merry-go-rounds. We're running around, crazy playing chase and all the games. And then the teachers, they kept a whistle back in the day. Yeah. And so they would blow that whistle, and everybody would just kind of, we'd look up. And then what we do, we go right back, go back to what to we do, right? Yeah. We're going back to praying. And so yeah. like three minutes later, what's the teacher do? She's just blowing that whistle loud. Yep. And then everybody line up right now. Yeah. And so everybody's like, oh, we better go. You know, we might get in trouble. Yeah. So when there's a threat, you know, yeah. so we'd line up. And then what the teacher say? Didn't y'all hear me blow that whistle the first time? Mm-hmm. And what do, what do we do? Yeah. No, no. ma'am. Yeah. What whistle are you talking about? Right. Yeah. None of that happened. And so the Lord said, that's exactly what your emotions are like without any rule over them. Wow. And he said, I want to give you a spiritual whistle. Yeah. And I'm putting it in your hand. That's good. And he said, I've given you authority and your emotions and feelings are created to serve you and not rule over you. That's so good. I, one of the things I do is I begin to practice this daily practice, just like the journaling prompts. I practice a daily practice of saying, hey, Feelings and emotions, I bless you. Yeah. I'm grateful for you. It's good. But you are here to serve me and not rule me. Yeah. That's like, good, Charlotte. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have the final say in my life. And I activate, you know, and I invite the Holy Spirit to come and partner with me. Yeah. That's and good. I put that, that level of authority at the beginning of my day mm-hmm. so that I put a boundary around yeah. my emotions. That's good. Because I don't want to, I don't want to spend my time doing that yeah I want to be able to go oh I need good mental health emotional health it's good um yeah I just think that's really important yeah to have that relationship with your feelings and emotions yeah no that is so good I you've just I think you've tapped into all of it because one whenever your spouse is triggered you're triggered and how to process that you know whether it's individually or together So understanding those things, tapping into the Holy Spirit. And I love that you said our emotions and feelings are to serve us and not rule Mm -hmm. us. I think that, um, and I I know Pastor Jimmy Evans, he says that our our feelings, um, oh, I can't remember the exact uh, quote, but he's like, they're a poor master, I think Mm -hmm. is what he said. He was like, they're they're a poor master. And so really um, guarding yourself in that aspect. But I love that you actually do the, the practice of speaking to that. Um, because in turn that does something that does something to our brain and what, you know, it goes to our brain and it goes to our heart and then we Mm -hmm. act it out, we speak it out. And so, man, that's so good, Sharla. Well, you know, the difference is, is that in the old Testament, you know, Isaiah 45, it says, I go before you, this is the Lord talking. I go before you and I level the mountains. I destroy the bars of iron. I crush, um, your gates of iron. Yeah. The new Testament, if we look, it says, um, I want you to speak to that mountain. Yeah. And it says the same things that Jesus did. You're going to do and greater things you do. I've given you all authority. Yeah. We don't know about authority and our identity. And I feel like as we grow closer in the Lord, it's Matthew four says that he went around healing all those who are oppressed emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. That's four quadrants. We are created mind, body, soul, and spirit. So why would we not speak to our minds too? Yeah. And, the other thing that people tend to do when we're triggered is we get in our mind and it's racing and vacillating. And so mm-hmm. you're thinking all these thoughts in your head, right? And you're replaying, you're rewinding, you're replaying that conversation. Yeah. If you're so triggered, um, it says speak to the mountain, not think to it. 
Yeah, it's good. So your voice, the only thing that just separates us from everything else is our communication. Yeah. And our ability to speak to the mountain. Yeah. And so it's important that we do that. I speak to my cerebral cortex. I'm like, you are safe. Yeah. What's the truth? You're safe. Mm -hmm. You're not in that place. Yeah. You can be right back in that abusive situation being molested by your uncle. Mm -hmm. You can be right back, you know, in the fight and the throes of it as a child or sitting on the steps waiting for mom to pick you up at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And so when we feel something similar comes up, abandonment. Yeah. We're neglected or we feel a sense of rejection. Yeah. It's that little child. It's that place in us that's unresolved trauma and pain that hasn't been given a name. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And hasn't had the Lord come in and heal it. Heal it. Because he's the spirit of truth. Yeah. So that's where we really need to go. Yeah. To the one who comforts. Jehovah Rapha. um, I love this definition. It's not just, I'm going to heal you. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm going to make your bitter experiences sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he does in our emotions. When mm-hmm. God comes, he wants us to have emotional health, so he heals our emotions. He rewrites the narrative. Yeah, when we find out what's the truth about this. Yeah, that's and it good. just changes everything for us. Yeah, man, that's so good. Well, you guys, I know we're coming to the end of our time, um, but Charlotte, just want to give you the last word. Anyone who's listening today that is struggling with, you know, traumas and triggers in their marriage, what just encouragement or piece of advice would you want to leave them with? I think the first thing that I would say is to always prophetically ask the Lord, God, this is your son before he was my husband, mm-hmm. before he was a father. He's your son. So Holy Spirit, how do you see him? It's mm, good. And if we can have the grounded in, rooted in, deep down abiding, our feet are on the rock. Yeah. And we're committed. Love thinks the best. What is love, right? God, show me yeah. how to love them. Show me how to think the best. And when we see our spouse and call that out in them, in those times that we are triggered, you know, that's about us, but we blame it on their behavior usually. It's someone else's behavior or situational that happens that's triggering that place in us. Yeah. Um, That's going to help us to love Mm -hmm. and stop that division. Yeah. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but really to deceive. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can get into the blame and shame game. Yeah. So I think, number one, having a right view of your spouse and asking the Lord how he sees them in your marriage. Yeah, it's good. And then, Holy Spirit, do you have me? Mm-hmm. What's the truth? Yeah, it's good. Am I safe? Am I loved? Who do you say I am? Mm-hmm. These questions of knowing your identity and having this safe place with God and a safe place with your spouse. If you have those two things, you know, you've got the upward and the sideward. Yeah. So that's a really important place to be is to have that emotional, physical, spiritual support and security Mm -hmm. right there in that. And I think those are the basics of dealing with trauma is safety. Mm -hmm. I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so if you can do that and have that one thing grounded in Mm -hmm. that you can trust and it's going to be okay, then you can work through it. You can allow yourself to be vulnerable. You yeah. will allow yourself the time to go back. Yeah. And there won't be judgment. Yeah. So I think that's, I would say, I guess that's safe. Safety's first. Yeah. Important. That's good. Well, Charlotte, tell everybody where they can find you and all of your mm. amazing, um, the download resource, your original designs. Oh, yes. Tell everybody all about that. Yes. You can visit originaldesignconsulting.com. 
And you can see we offer leadership consulting, we have counselors, we have uh, prophetic development. And I love that with Everyday Prophetic. I also have a Facebook group called Everyday Prophetic. And yes. so we teach people and businesses how to partner with heaven for their life and to walk in the kingdom authority and identity. And then also we have, you know, I do therapy with that, I do trauma work. But yes. the toolbox, if you just go to originaldesignconsulting.com, scroll down and it says free trauma toolkit recovery. Awesome. And so you can just download that. It's free. Um, I've also got um, daily affirmations. It's going to be going up. I just finished and they're powerful because it helps you discern between the truth and the lies. Mm -hmm. And it's speaking life over your destiny and your identity. Oh, that's good. And you can use it for your kids. I had a client go, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this over my kids every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's Teaching awesome. my kids how to say yes. this. Yes. Yes. Train that child up. Yes. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Charla, for joining us today. It's been such an honor and a blessing to have you mm -hmm. with us. And guys, My thank y'all so much for tuning in again. And we'll see you next week with another episode of Let's Therapy. Mm -hmm.